Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. I just want to give a warning to future Cody, who will be editing this. Great. That my candor might be a little bit different, and I'm not going to apologize for it. It's just that we are literal days into cancer season. Yeah. I haven't cried this much in years. <laughs> and it's, I, it's fucked up, and I want to, I hate it. And I yeah. forget how much I cannot do cancer season until we get into it until she's here <laughs> the claws are out baby snip, and it's snip. incredibly frustrating as someone who like the day that cancer season started watched luca cried the whole time yeah yeah because my culture right <laughs> even though it was just american children doing a fake italian accent the whole time right. but still representation's important <laughs> you know absolutely <laughs> Listen, if they won't let them be, be gay, let them be Italian. A hundred percent. Let them be fake Italian. Yeah. Um, as Disney has done before. Right. Yeah. With the titular Lizzie McGuire movie, let them be fake Italian. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But honest to God, I spent 15 minutes yesterday crying because I found out that munchkin cats exist. Oh yeah. And <laughs> I did not know that. And like a fucking Hallmark commercial, I was just on TikTok going through that tag crying (laughs) because a small cat couldn't go up the stairs. And I, fuck, I'm not going to do it again. Yeah, this is too vulnerable already. A small, small animal is my weakness. Legs that stumpy. It's just, they should be outlawed. They're too cute to be real. And it could be a danger to society. (laughs) A hundred percent. I. The same thing happened to me when I found out about corgis, and I just oh cried. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I didn't know that that kind of dog existed. And it was then even possible. Same, it, I didn't know. I it was. I didn't know that that was even possible. And then yesterday, the same thing happened with cats, and I lost it. Yeah. So I would like to collectively skip past this season, and I would like to go back to being a cold, hard bitch. Please and thank you. Yeah, your fucking Scorpio placements are a little quiet right now. You know, you're brooding, <laughs> bad bitch. Oh, I'm I'm tough. Energy really melts away as soon as cancer season comes around. Just because Scorpio is a water placement does not mean <laughs> that we have to show our emotions on the outside. Mm-hmm. You know, because being vulnerable is a mistake. <laughs> Welcome to End of the Twilight. Being vulnerable is a mistake. <laughs> oh my god. My therapist is going to clip that and be like, so let's unpack that <laughs> let's a little bit. Let's unpack this. <laughs> <laughs> let's unpack the fact that we've been working explicitly against that for three and a half years. Anyways, welcome to End of the Twilight. We are recording this on a full moon and I regret that already. Yeah, mistakes were made. <laughs> Anyways, we're here. Yes. We're queer. Yes. Happy Pride Month. Happy also every Pride. Other month. <laughs> Happy Pride forever and for always. Yeah. There are too many water signs between the two of us. Yes. To be okay. Right. It is In general. Yeah. <laughs> but especially now. But especially right now. You know. Hop along for the ride. Yeah. Strap just in. come along. We're here. I'm glad that you are here as well. Yeah. I would imagine that as you were listening to this on a Monday morning, you're like, what the fuck did I get myself into today? What are the vibes here? Uh, They're (laughs) rancid is what they are, but we're They're gross. They're not good, but that's okay because we we will persist regardless. (sighs) Nevertheless. Nevertheless. (laughs) Nevertheless, we drag ourselves along this mortal coil. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, hello. Welcome to Into the Twilight. Ooh. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. In the spirit of pride. 
I wanted to bring a funny thing here. Um, I'm there, so curious. I know you're curious because I do have a photo here that seems unrelated, and it is, but I will get there. Just strap in, shall we? Um, let's talk about rainbow capitalism. Not a happy thing. Fucking right? please. Fucking not great. Just support your local queers. Goddamn. True cryptid. Lo- yeah. The bad kind. Yes. Um, but all these corporations putting on their rainbows, whatever, whatever. One of which is uh, the Coca-Cola company. <laughs> Um, and they did this in a way, part of a program I think they've had for a while, which is like the share a Coke with this. And you like yeah. put your name and you can do like a personalized thing, but they added rainbows to it. So it's gay. Yeah. Um, but because of this, people found out that you can't uh, put any gay labels on it, like lesbian or queer or anything. All of them were rejected. Um, but it also led to a very, very fun Twitter account um, that I'm obsessed with where it just filters in names of characters that you can't have a Coke with, as deemed by the Coca-Cola company. Oh, okay. So ones that say, like, if you type it in and say, sorry, this is not in our approved list of names or words or whatever. Usually those things are filtered up for, like, I don't know, slurs. But it seems like it's a little bit wider than that. Um, One of which, as you can see in my photo here, is Doug Dimodome. You cannot share a Coke with Doug Dimodome. (laughs) I'm sorry to say, you cannot share a Coke with Shrek, Allie. So if you wanted... Shrek, you can't. Which honestly, I mean, that's homophobic. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can't share a Coke with Big Chungus. <laughs> no, come on! What? <laughs> what intern had to put these in? You can't share a Coke with John Cena. That's all right. Which honestly no. seems more like a safety thing rather than. Yeah, else. I think that would be dangerous. Um, you can't share a Coke with uh, Pickle Rick, so. Sorry about that. I um, can't believe you said that in this sacred space. <laughs> Can you believe that? Well, yeah, I'll censor it in post. Um, and my favorite, or one of my favorites, um, you can't share a Coke with Yo Mama. So, so not, but you can with Yo Yo Ma, right? Yeah. Actually, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> because on. if if you cannot share a Coke with Yo Yo Ma, that <laughs> would be disrespectful to a true legend right um i'm happy to say you can share a coke with yo-yo ma fuck yeah yeah and it's um pretty i'm just gonna put the rainbow flag on here and take a screenshot (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah just just for the future you know (laughs) great so i'm glad that's settled we've saved pride pride is pride is back baby I'm so glad that right before the end, we yeah, saved it. We saved it. Um, so yeah, that's my little uh, cursed internet thing of the week. How are you, my friend? I'm doing okay. Uh, great. We are currently, and then as you are all listening to this, going through a heat wave in the Pacific Northwest, um, which is gross. Yeah. Hate that. <laughs> um, it's not good. And... So that is fun. Um, My happy thing, though, for this week is that I had a very surreal experience a couple days ago while in the car. Um, While on a very, like, picturesque drive, um, very summery out, very beautiful, um, on the way to clear out my classroom items... So I was already in a very angsty mood. Yeah. One of my favorite, I would say just an iconic Fall Out Boy song yes. came on. The the titular song being Sugar, We're Going Down. Yeah, classic. And I was immediately transported back into like middle school angst. Yeah. And it was just this very... Yeah, I would say that it was a very, like, happy feeling because of the fact that it was just, like, a very, like, titular summer experience. Oh, yeah. It's a a vibe. Yeah, it's a very strong mood. Yeah. It was very... I could just... I could feel the angst. It was just very good feeling. But that song in particular came out at a time where it's one of the last memories that I have of, like, watching... MTV and VH1 music videos in the morning before yeah. going to school, like, daily. And so it's, I have that music video, like, seared into my brain. 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it's one of those memories where it's like, kids these days don't even know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so hearing that song, especially coming up on like shuffle and not just at a fucking karaoke bar, <laughs> like <laughs> 1 a.m., was just a very surreal experience. So that's transportive, you know, that's a hundred percent to a very specific place. Yes. Especially when you are singing it sober and intentionally <laughs> and not just listening to like 30 very inebriated people mumbling it right. in a karaoke bar. Yeah. Um, it's a very different vibe. So it was a good thing for sure. Hell yeah. Love that. We have a couple of current events this week. One of which I feel like is is worth starting off with just because it's a little bit of news. But I would say it's good news. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, would you like to start us off with a little bit of music and movie corner? Uh, absolutely. Listen, after all this time, we have... <laughs> it's been so long. We have lived our lives without a certain song on Spotify. And it's been tragic. And we, I don't know how we made it this far. But th- those days are over. We don't have to live them anymore. Decode by Paramore. Famous Twilight Anthem is here. Thank goodness. God bless. I would like to thank Spotify. Yes. <laughs> the Academy. Haley Williams. Yes. Thank Whoever you. Whoever designed for... this cute little cover for it. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, thank goodness, that it is finally here, that I can add it to every single playlist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go back to every playlist I ever made and just add it <laughs> Because it was meant to be there this whole yes. time, and it was not allowed to be there. And so it needs to be welcomed back properly. Yes. So everyone give a round of applause, give them a big warm welcome, yes. and stream the fuck out of it. <laughs> Dakota's here, as it was meant to be this entire time. Yes. Um, but also, speaking of which, fucking Netflix is getting the Twilight series back. This is so wild, because... Yeah. Twilight hasn't been on Netflix, I feel like, since we started this podcast. It's, like, hopped from every Everywhere. Since we've started doing this. Like, it was on Hulu with the weird, like, 10th anniversary covers that were very haunting. Right. Um, then there were, it was on Prime for a while. I mean, that's the fucked up thing, right? Because Summit doesn't have its own streaming service. Right. So, so they just, just like are, like, hopping around. <laughs> yeah. Where can we get the most amount of... Yeah streams for this and they just seem to have like very limited contracts with all of the streaming services yeah that's i just don't know where it's gonna end up on yeah i mean but i'm sure the the data from it post being on netflix this round will be like yeah wild (laughs) wild hoping that it will stay on netflix just because that is the one that i don't know i mean it seems like folks at this point have more than one right streaming service or at least have access to more than one because the fact that like even though streaming services are trying to crack down on password sharings like fuck you like yeah, it's not gonna happen <laughs> yeah um but i feel like when most folks think of streaming services they think of netflix yeah um totally. so i'm hoping that is the one where it will stay on so we'll yeah, see so if you haven't if you haven't watched in a while it's on netflix in july so and you can, the one thing I've, I've wanted us to do that we haven't is to watch them with the, um, like commentary. commentary yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you all are interested in us doing a, like either us watching it with the commentary or us doing a commentary one. Yeah. I don't know how we would do that with us of just like syncing up yeah. our thoughts to it but we could yeah. fucking make it work yeah fuck yeah so for our, our five year oh my god anniversary i love that yeah fuck it yeah i yeah. love that that would be adorable yeah and I love that. cute <laughs> um but yeah i mean fuck it that's cute so yes fantastic Hell yeah. um a little bit of other news. I don't know that these are necessarily interesting, but listen, hey, it's been a slow news week. Right. All right. Listen, we're working with what we got. All right. Exactly. We're, anyways, um, 
we're still waiting for Batman to come out. Ugh, please. My crops are dying. I need <laughs> Into theaters Batman and so also, bad. like, out of the closet. Yes. <laughs> also, I know that we this didn't come up on the pod, but it was, like, it must have been, like, two weeks ago now, that, like, Harley Quinn discourse about Batman. Oh, my God. Yeah. What was that? Anyway. I, <laughs> like, <laughs> I tried so hard to evade it as best Same. I can. I added so many more things to my mute list than I was anticipating. <laughs> Same. I completely agree. Anyways, this is a news piece from We Got This Covered. All of the information from this is from Reddit. So I just want you to take that with the most grain of salt. Yes. But filming has been wrapped for a while now. And there, over the past week or so, there's been... And more information coming out about this little tiff between Robert and Matt Reeves. Yes. A little bit of a scuffle. <laughs> right. Which is wild because of the fact that we, when we last talked about this, Robert had signed that, like, massive contract. Right. And was like, hey, what's up? I live here now. <laughs> um, I am HBO or whatever service I signed with. I exactly. <laughs> it seems like... And I won't provide spoilers because, you know, who's to say anyways, if these are all like alleged, whatever. But it seems like the tiff between Robert and Matt Reeves came from like a creative difference regarding the backstory of Bruce Wayne's parents. Mm. And so a lot of this article which again is just like a TLDR from a Reddit post, it seems right. like, is essentially that the tiff between these two grown men right. is because of comic lore. Ah. So I just wanted to update you all on that because I was also a little bit confused on why there was a seemingly an argument between them, but of course that cannot necessarily come out. Since they will, in the next few months, I would assume, start doing more press for this movie. Yeah. But that seems to be the the gist. The general of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Robert is like, don't do that to Bruce's mom and dad, who are dead, by the way. Boo. Do you remember? Remember? Do you remember? My tortured character. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that Bruce talks about are his dead parents. Um, note a couple of interesting things from this website real quick. I wish you would. First of all, the, f- we got to talk about the most pixelated screen. <laughs> I was hoping you would trailer. bring that up. Um, uh, yeah, it it's rough. Looks terrible and it's hard to look at. I do also want to note that at the top here, they have like a little, I guess at the bottom of, after you read the article, you can ra- give it a little rating, like kind yes. of like Facebook reactions. You can do an angry face or a happy, oh, I liked it. I was happy. Um, and this is a whopping 34% unmoved. Unmoved. Unmoved yeah. with just like dead eyes, totally straight mouth in emoji form. It <laughs> Had so enough silly. effort to get to the bottom of this piece and vote on it, and but they voted on. unmoved. Yeah. Yes, I was also shocked by that because the fact that the other, like, the second most voted was angry. Right. (laughs) So, strong emotions here. Um, I agree. The emojis that they chose are wild, too, because the one that they chose for sad, which I guess is, like, the least, like, the worst on their little Likert scale, doesn't look sad to me, but more so constipated. Which is yeah, a just wild... Like, he really needs to poop. <laughs> yeah, like, let that little emoji human to the bathroom, please, and thank you. Yeah. Anyways, um, that is your update from, again, a Redditor so. that they <laughs> they credited because of the fact that this person has been correct, like, once mm. before. Sure. All right, so... Um, who knows? Who's to say, you know? Um... Could you update us on some, I'm going to say this, but I am going to regret it. Could you give us some update on the Daddy-O movie, please? Oh, God. <laughs> what a sentence. We got a Dakota Johnson corner, baby. 
Yes. Because she... She's doing the most right now. She's doing the most. She is booked and busy. Um, I don't know how many projects she's got up right now, but it's a lot. Um, but it turns out she's got a new one because she replaced Daisy Ridley in this movie coming out called Daddy-O, which I hate as a title. Fucking Sheen Peen. I can't with him. Yeah, fucking Sheen Peen. I know, I know it's Sean Penn, but um, I can't because but this is who I am. <laughs> every time I, every time I see his name, I say in my head Sheen Peen, and it's, it is a character flaw, and I've chosen to accept that about myself. Yeah. Um, well, I'm just gonna read some of this plot synopsis here real quick. I wish um, you would. Daddy O follows the story of a young woman who jumps into the backseat of a yellow taxi after. After landing in New York City, the cabbie throws the vehicle to drive, and the two head out into the night, striking up the most unexpected conversation. Um, blah, 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 blah. Takes a turn towards mysterious and playful, then grows into viscerally honest revelations about relationships, sex, and powerful dynamics, loss, and vulnerability. Okay, I have <laughs> about six questions. Yeah, <laughs> that seems like a, a reasonable amount. <laughs> I, I live in... I don't know, a major metropolitan city. Yeah. Um, but based on what I know about you, you've also lived in major yes. metropolitan cities. Could you confirm for me, is cabbie a real word? I mean, yes, but not one that anyone has really said since like the 40s <laughs> in a genuine way. If you heard someone in the year of our Lord, 2021, say cabbie, um, how do you think that the people around them in a city would react. Confused? Yeah, okay. So that's what I thought, too. I was also yeah. thinking, like, oh, that's an alien. Um, <laughs> that's not a real person. That's yeah, not a real person people just say exists. cab driver or taxi driver. Right, exactly. Um, cabbie is very dated and yeah, <laughs> very specific. <laughs> Kind of like na- uh, naming a movie Daddy-O. Yes. Yes, one could also say. Is this a period piece? I don't think it is. Anyways. Uh, Dear Ping, why? <laughs> why are you going to make them publish promotional materials that say Daddy-O on that? That's pretty rude. I hate that. I also hate that they took a woman and replaced her with her tether. Yes, just to- just the, basically the same woman. Just the just same. In italics. Yes. Just the other version. Just a With different bangs. form. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I can't even say that, like, she has a tooth gap anymore. Because rip. Rip. Pull one out. <laughs> Never forget. I'm still, I'm forever going to be bitter. Anyways, it's just wild to me. The movie yeah. concept, the fact that they were like, oh, we need to go down the alphabetical line. Right. Take this <laughs> yeah. one. Just one more down. Oh, and we got Dakota Johnson. Great, 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 great. Great. Love that. It's very confusing to me. All of it. <laughs> um, I can't say that I have any interest in watching Daddy-O. Um, yeah. But, but, I will be running to watch <laughs> Dakota Johnson um, in her upcoming period piece. Um, because holy fuck, that looks yeah. really good. That's, yeah. That's that's the vibe, the moment. Yes, exactly. Um, we have an email. The titular Jacob defense from Kelly Beck is here. It's about time that Kelly <laughs> came to court. <laughs> um, and, and finally testified explaining the Jacob defense. Yeah. Here it is. Dear Allie and Cody, here's my brief defense of Team Jacob. First of all, this is assuming we are all living in the binary Team Jacob versus Team Edward world of 2009-ish. Okay. Yeah. Valid. Fair. Yeah. Set the you scene. Gotta, you, know? you gotta yeah. set the scene because yeah. obviously we are all actually Team Alice, but Stephanie is a coward. Okay. Valid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you gotta listen. Opening argument. Solid. Yeah. Strong. Uh, <laughs> strong. Strong. Start. All right. 
Also, <laughs> they are both awful. That's obvious. But Jacob is less awful when you consider that Edward has had over 100 years to grow the fuck up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he is obviously going to somehow be 17 for eternity. And I can think of nothing worse than being married to a 17-year-old male for eternity. Um, I still don't understand how he magically, quote, matures. And notice that Bella is capable of being a contributing member of the coven after four books and five movies of her literally surviving and being a contributing member of the coven. Jacob, while immature, is a consistent horny wolf boy of a 16-year-old. True. He's far from perfect, but he will actually age, which is preferred to a soulless, eternal 17-year-old. He also doesn't abandon Bella to go sulk in Brazil like a little bitch. (laughs) Go off, Kelly Beck. Yes. Lastly, I'm more of a, quote, dog person than a, quote, demon who drinks blood person. I could go on, (laughs) but this will do for now. I hope you both are well. Your mom, Kelly Beck. Wow. Thanks, mom. Thanks for coming to the stand. (laughs) Thanks, mom. (laughs) Uh, Whoa. A lot of um, valid points being thrown. I here. I agree. I can't deny any of these points. I I don't disagree with the fact that having someone age is definitely preferable. Right. Um, <laughs> I think that my concern, as always, with mm-hmm. Stephanie writing, with her taking the helm with her relationship, <laughs> is that aging in her mind, does not equate to maturing. Right. Yeah. As we have very obviously seen with Edward. So as I am incredibly worried with what she has mentioned with the uh, Jacob and Renesmee book that might Mm -hmm. be coming is that like Jacob, because I think that while they, if I remember correctly, while um, he is imprinted, he does not age, um, that he could like, technically be like 24 or whatever um but that does not mean that in stephanie's brain he has matured at all right yeah yeah so that that is is, you know what like we've kind of been talking about this especially in the host but also in in twilight and stuff that uh, stephanie seems to be going grappling with a lot of weird things about age oh yeah it feels like a personal thing where it's like every woman or woman-coded character in her books have to stop being, stop aging. <laughs> Otherwise, they are, like, old, unlovable crones. Like, oh, yeah. And that definitely comes up in the last two yes, sections we'll definitely that we look get at there. today. But it's like, at this point, it's so many different books and instances of this where it's like, hey, Steph, are you just, like, self-conscious of, like, getting older? Like, it's, it's okay. Like, you can, we can talk about this in a way that's not your 17-year-old characters. <laughs> Having to stop any emotional or physical maturity. One, yes. I feel like that is something where, like, you before... I mean, I would hope that Stephanie is in therapy, as I hope with, like, many people. If anyone needs it, which is everyone, but someone especially needs it, I would hope Stephanie Myers is getting, getting in there. Yeah, I would hope that, like, before going to therapy... Um, and I know that this might be like a weird conflict of interest. I don't know. Um, but I would hope that like her therapist has read her books and is like, oh, got right. it. <laughs> These are the I, things we should talk about. I I see the main issues here. Picking up a lot of things here. Right. But I've always wondered that with like a, a lot of authors and mm creatives that are like very interested in vampires i'm like y'all good about your mortality or do you want to talk about it a little bit yeah because i remember like the main time when i was like the most obsessed about vampires was like at a time when i very much did not want to like talk about or like handle my mortality personally yeah um when i was like dealing with and realizing like oh 
what if I do just live forever? I love that idea. <laughs> and that now, be sick? <laughs> now I'm like, ooh, no. <laughs> no. I don't want to live forever. By Zayn Malik and Taylor Swift. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so I think that that is something that I've I've always found, especially like as an English major, when I would look through that, I was like, super interesting when this started to like really take off in literature. Yeah. How y'all doing? <laughs> but yeah, with Steph, I think it is incredibly obvious that like she is not good with her accepting mortality. Yeah. Or, you know, what I've always confirmed um, and thought is she is, in fact, immortal. And this is her way of telling us, you know? Yeah. So that could also be true. And then she's just incredibly overt about it. So (laughs) um, these two, well, a chapter and an epilogue this Mm -hmm. week. Although the epilogue is quite long. (laughs) I would argue. It's basically a chapter. Yes, I would argue that this is a chapter. Um, when we had last left off, Stephanie was like, ooh, I'm going to have another one of my protagonists do a death thing. Ooh, I'm sacrifice moment. Yep. For the greater good of the crew. Um, I learned selfless. I learned a new name, which was Eustace. Yeah. Got a lot of <laughs> you all. <laughs> Giving me so much shit for it. First Listen, of all, I, I didn't give you shit out of respect, but I'm glad that <laughs> glad that people came in hordes. <laughs> First of all, fuck you all. <laughs> As if you all didn't see Herman's name in the titular Harry Potter, and we're like, hmm, I wonder how to say that name for. <laughs> fuck you all. <laughs> It's so Eustace, mad. okay? I got it now. Thank I you. <laughs> Thank you for your support. It's been, he's been called Doc this whole time, all right? <laughs> and Doc he will be called. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, so Wanda dipped out, and Stephanie wanted us to think that Wanda was, like, gone. But we had two chapters left, so, like, like come on. <laughs> How are we going to do this? <laughs> You think that Stephanie's going to write a book where there isn't a happy ending? Please. Yeah. Um, anyways. So, chapter 59 starts. And it's called Remembered. And I just want you all, if you have not read The Host before, I want you to think about this chapter very much like Bella doing her transformation in Breaking Dawn. Yes. Where... Yes. Bella was having memories, could feel things, like, transforming, but could not do anything about it. It was just things happening to them. (laughs) Yeah. Very similar to what's happening with Wanda here. Yes. Yeah. Where they're... Wanda is, like, remembering a lot of memories, but they're not Wanda's. Yeah. So it's, like, V-confusing. Right. Especially because of the fact that Wanda was, like, had very much just accepted that they were going to die. And now it's, like, I thought I was going to get this cool, like, little time lapse of my memories. But these are not my memories. What Hello? <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're not even, like, Melanie's memory. Who? Hello? I think I got the wrong tape. I have... Hello? <laughs> Waiter, sorry, this is wrong. Excuse me. Can, I'm Can I talk to a manager? Yeah. <laughs> um, this is incorrect. But as this memory starts to unfold, we start to realize that the memory is not from Melanie. It is not from Wander. It is, in fact, from someone who the best is, called, <laughs> is called Pet. Mm. Um, also known. As petals open to the moon. The most yonic thing. <laughs> yeah. Incredibly yonic. Gwyneth the, Paltrow is shaking. Goop is shaking right now. Georgia O'Keefe has never been more proud. It, what, Stephanie? Also, of, like, while we're, while we're on this name, like, similar in which the appropriation of, of native cultures in Twilight Seems Literally. like something she's not shaken off here in the host by taking something that could be 
conceived as as like a traditional tribal name just but in her own stephanie little spin twist on it yeah it rubs me the wrong way but it is quite ionic (laughs) especially (sighs) i cannot wait to talk to you all about the epilogue because the epilogue it was uh, she (laughs) just at the end is like oh everything's everything's great everything's perfect i'm just gonna just kick you in the gut with some native appropriation. Okay, bye. Everything's yep. good. Anyway, uh, uh, bye. <laughs> we it's can't so gross. for too long. Bye. It's so annoying. Um, this memory is from Pet. Very interesting nickname, but yeah. we'll go with it. Pet um, would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, or even PETA. Oh, okay. Well, you know, like that's a choice, sure. Um, but you know, whatever. So this is Pat's memory. We notice in this memory that Melanie is here. Yes. That Jared is here and <laughs> Jamie is here. Nice. And this memory is giving off very strong, like couple that really likes your vibe. Stop. <laughs> I. <laughs> I was trying to pinpoint exactly how it made me feel. And those are the exact words. It is two people at a bar looking at you a little bit too much. Just a little bit too giving much. You sexy eyes. But in a, in a way. In a way. <laughs> because Petals is like, my heart beats faster and I'm afraid. I've never been yeah. scared like this before. Like, what's going on? And Jamie is being like, oh my god, like... You're so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, come here. You, you don't have to be nervous. Like, it's fine. No, g- drinks on us. Don't even worry about it. It's so wild. <laughs> very strange. <laughs> Once again, and, Steph writing very, like, specifically queer things. And, and, and her just being so, like, unaware. Yeah. And, and just not having any realization about it. Yeah. Anyways, at this point, it seems like Wonder starts to come to and recognizes that there are voices, not in this memory, but like in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, with that sound familiar, um, it is, of course, all of the folks that we have grown to know throughout this book. Um, the difficulty here, very similar to what had happened, um, to Bella in Breaking Dawn, mm-hmm. Bella 2.0, I should yes. say, um, is that as Bella, right, when she couldn't, like, wake up yet or, like, open her eyes yet, but she knew kind of everything that was going on, mm-hmm. this is very similar to what's happening here with Wander. They can, like, see inside of their eyelids um and can hear everything that's like going on not like superpowers but just like can hear the vibes of what's going on but also realize that like shit feels weird like it's not it's not like melanie yeah Yeah. it's like not foreign not right anyways when they finally open their eyes it's not normal Mm. um especially when they finally, like, speak out loud, and they're like, who the fuck was that? Yeah, Whose fuck? voice was that? Whose chirpy, funny little <laughs> voice was that? <laughs> Whose high-as-fuck voice was that? <laughs> I think they even say, like, who am I? <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is... Uh, a, uh, <laughs> and that is wild, first of all. In a very Stephanie way, this is meant to be a celebration, Right? Everyone is surrounding Wanda, is like, hey, you're here, you're alive, everything's great. Um, but Wanda's like annoyed <clears throat> and finds Doc and is like, dude, you promised me. You made like one promise. There was Why the did one, you break We had word? a deal. And it we had was one very deal. traumatic. And you yeah. said, fuck that. <laughs> Right, exactly. And he was like, Wanda, please, please, listen, I didn't have a choice. (laughs) And we find out that, like, apparently Jared had, like, a knife to Doc's throat and was like, 
listen. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Put Wanda into the stranger's body. The difficulty here, though, is, as usual, folks are not listening to what Wanda wants. And... (sighs) So rude. Which is rude, first Mm -hmm. of all. But the whole thing, like, two chapters ago, it might have even been last chapter, but Wanda was like, I don't want this. I just told you all during my whole long monologue, I don't yeah. want to be a parasite. Made a whole did- big deal about this. Exactly. And finally, after this whole thing, the crowd breaks and Melanie comes through. OG Melanie. Yeah. And is like, listen, Wanda. <laughs> I was... In your brain. Well, you were in my brain. And we're human, though. And we're selfish. So we (laughs) don't... Yeah, we want you here. So deal with it. So rip. (laughs) Essentially. But but also not rip because you're still alive. (laughs) Yeah. So you're here. Um, The... As we soon find out, as Wanda starts to notice about the the body that they are in, um, it's it's a baby body, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not a baby, but no. um, the the way that would be that so disrespectful if it was. Though. It was. Can you imagine just like just a, this... a literal child because they make a point to be like we wanted someone like young and like that could like live as long as as you your soul can or whatever right we don't want you to be a child it'd be so fucking funny if water just came out just like a toddler like what the fuck <laughs> i'm pissed for real especially because one is like thousands of years old right <laughs> to put them in put that soul into like a child's body would be fucked up so fucked <laughs> like just I would love, there's a part of me, though, that would just love to see a snippet of that for them to finally just go off and be like, no, fuck you all. Like, I am incredibly intelligent. I know so much more than you all. And you put me into a child's body, eat shit. (laughs) Like, (laughs) um, anyways, but yeah, so they found this body, Petal's body, um, and (laughs) this body is 17. Yeah. Now, Wanda lies and says that they'll be but 18. But how long have they been 17? You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Stephanie knows nothing but her old tricks. Yep. But Stephanie also makes a point to describe Petal's, bo- like, well, Wanda's new body, as being incredibly small, very delicate, easily breakable, just so, like, fragile looking. And it's just so gross. Yeah. Wanda's also, like, incredibly annoyed by it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, when this chapter actually ends, they finally ask and, like, Wanda decides, like, yeah, I'll stay. Which, like, duh, we knew. Right. Um, <laughs> like, we got it. Like, Wanda's 10th life will actually start. But when the epilogue starts, um, things aren't going well. Like, Wanda's like, listen... Um, this is rough. (laughs) Like, um, this small body is annoying. It gets shy very easily. Um, I'm used to Mel's body that was, like, strong and could run all the time and stuff. And now I can't do anything, which is annoying. (laughs) Yeah. Um, especially when the, like, monsoons finally come, which Wanda was very much looking forward to. But... There's, Wanda doesn't really have a sense of being able to contribute in the same way as before. And that combined with a, like, completely new physique has to be incredibly frustrating. Yeah. So. We got used to this whole thing. And now we're going to redo it again. This sucks. (laughs) Exactly. And I think that one of the things that Wanda had mentioned in the epilogue, too, is that, like, Usually in the previous nine lives that they had had, um, it was so much easier because it was not only just a new body, but it was like a new planet. So everything was fresh, whereas this felt so much harder because they already knew some of the conventions, but it felt so much harder and more different. So sounds super annoying. Yeah. The other thing that they mentioned being super 
difficult as well is the fact that like this unresolved um, like emotional tension between Ian and being in a new body and then having these like residual feelings for Jared and being in a new body as well, which has to be incredibly frustrating. So this all kind of comes to a head when it is major monsoon season. Um, and when that happens, apparently everyone goes to, oh, like we had seen um, last week, everyone goes to sleep in the game room. Yes. Which sounds damp and annoying, but that's fine. Yeah. And during this time, um, the only person that seems to like not have been treating anyone or not been treating Wanda differently is Jamie because bless his heart. Um, but during this point, Ian and Wanda finally have a conversation, like settling things. And in a very Stephanie way, the main thing that happens during this conversation is them realizing that it had been a miscommunication the whole time. That like Wanda had been giving Ian space because Wanda thought Ian was still having feelings for, like, Melanie's body and didn't have feelings for Wanda now. And Ian thought the same thing about Wanda, but for Jared. (sighs) Instead of just communicating that. Right. (laughs) Would have been an easy thing to clear up. Yeah, Yeah. Rather than just having that conversation, like, weeks ago for the two of them. They instead waited and just kept it inside and assumed what the other person was feeling. So they finally have this conversation explaining how they feel and are like, oh, you don't feel that? You actually just like like me? Great. That resolves everything. This could have been solved so much longer ago. We could have had this conversation very easily. (sighs) Exactly. So... Good to know that that is taken care of. And that seems fine. Um, The way that this ends, though, Stephanie is like, so everything's good now. Melanie and Jared are great. Jamie's great. Ian and Wanda are great. Um, Now, Joni never came back, but they did put Sunny Back in Joni's body, and Kyle is cool with that. (laughs) That works. The random healer remembered her name. Everything seems great. Doc and Shannon back together. Everyone is perfect. This epilogue ends with Wanda going back on a raid Mm -hmm. in her small body now. So they're like very small body. body. (laughs) And In this new body, apparently, like, this new body gets very, like, excited and, like, like, bouncy when they're excited. And Wanda's not used to that. Uh, (laughs) I've never felt this kind of joy before. Physical joy. And so they're like, what is this? I've never, like, felt anxious and excited before. Anyways. um, The difficulty, though, with this large group of people going out on a very long raid um, is that they got stuck in a trap. Womp womp. They thought it was going so well, though. It was going so well. Who could have seen it coming? They assume it's the Seekers finally catching up to them after this very long time. It is not, though. It is a group of humans, and they seem normal, question mark? Like, I don't know. They seem like... Yeah, they don't seem like super aggressive or yeah. anything. They're just like regular people. <laughs> they out. seem like humans dealing with the apocalypse. Yeah. And the main guy is like, listen, we found your stuff. We figured there would be people here. We got a lot of people. You got a lot of people. We know there's another group of people around. Um, we just want to be cool. All right? Be cool. Let's just be chill. Let's just be chill. And maybe we can, like, trade stuff or whatever. It'll be fine. The difficulty, though, 
because it's Stephanie and nothing can just like end, um, is the leader of this other human group says, now that we've realized that we are all human here, um, before, you know, just put your guns away. Everything's fine. <laughs> um, I, I do just want to say um, that we, you know, just, you know, this won't upset you. Um, we do have a friend on our crew. He's my best friend. He's We're saved. He's saved my life hundreds of times. He's one of our family. And one of the people in their group is like, no, 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 leader of our group. It's fine. They've got one of their own, too. Hmm. And the human leader of their group is like, oh, looks like, and this is a direct quote, looks like I'm not the only one who's gone native. Ugh. So, Steph, we... Hmm. Apparently, what the human leader is referring to and what Stephanie is very poorly referring to here <laughs> yeah. is that there is a soul in their crew, just like Wanderer is with this crew. So they meet... And they're like, it's nice to meet you. Um, I thought I was one of a kind. Weird. It's almost like we heard that in Breaking Dawn. Hmm. Haven't heard this before. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they end by saying like, well, maybe there's some hope for this planet after all. And that is how this book ends. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah. So weird choice there, Steph. You could have just, I don't know. There's, it's like so unnecessary. (laughs) It is. It's completely unnecessary because I get what you're doing here, Steph. Like I get what you were trying to say. Statement. Yes. Got it. For it's, it's loud and clear. (laughs) It's incredibly overt, Stephanie. Yeah. But so unnecessary (sighs) to write it that way. Right. Um, so weird. Great. Um, I personally am incredibly curious to see how this is translated into the film. I'm so excited. Same. Um, Sersha. <laughs> I'm, I'm This is your so, moment, bestie. I'm so excited to see our babe, Sersha Ronan, next week when we watch the movie. Uh, because I, I just need to know yeah. what that looks like. Um, so that's what we'll be doing next week is watching the movie. I'm very excited. <laughs> Mamma Mia. <laughs> uh, um, oh God, I would love to watch Mamma Mia, but that is, <laughs> I don't know that there is enough cryptid content in there for that. To Maybe happen. a bonus though. Maybe a bonus. Um, we have a bunch of amazing patrons, yes. um, to thank for surviving through this 30 episodes of the book that is the host. Would you like to start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Mallory Hardwick. Thank you to Katie Black. Shout out Kylie Minty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Thank you to Carrie Goldberg. Thank you to Mickey Meyer. Shout out Rebecca Cullen. Shout out to Mulch Gray. Mulch. Mulch. Thank you to Taylor Brown Town Lautner. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Whoa. Yeah. Thank you to Bailey Christian. Whoa, 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 whoa. Thank you to Jay Molina. Ooh. Shout out Cassandra Bomer. Whoa, 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 whoa. Thank you to Toussaint Wanderer. Ow. Yeah. 
Shout out Kristen Strider. Oh, wah, 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 oh. wah. Thank you to Julia Stewart. Woo! Shout out Megan Pattinson. Wah, 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 wah. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you to Rachel Seeker. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Shout out Genevieve Morgan. Thank you to my mom, your mom, our mom, Kelly Beck. <laughs> Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Yeah. Ooh. Thank you to India Peach. Ooh, yeah. Shout out Casey Yorkie. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you to Sarah Blythe. Burr, burr, burr. And thank you to Laura Forty. Uh, 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 uh. I have a fan fiction for you. Please. This week. This was written by Rich Says Happy Pride Month. <laughs> and it Thank was you, written, <laughs> um, and this was written three weeks ago. Hell yeah. Um, specifically, when I hover over it, it says Tuesday, June 1st at 11.44 a.m. That's so specific. Incredibly specific, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it says, the title of this is Gay Twilight, but it does say next to it, Discontinued. Oh, no. So rip. So rip. So rip. Um, from what I can gather, because there's not a summary next to this, um, it does look like they, there is, this is a rewrite of Twilight that right. is gay. I have gathered that from the title. Um, but they have added in a brother. So it is Bella and her brother named Ooh. Michael. You're pushing it. Yeah. Pushing it with the Michael. Um... <laughs> The only other difference from what I can tell is that there is another Cullen. So there is the other Cullen, it seems like, is is named Jared. Nice. Everything else I can tell is the same. Yeah. And it seems like, from what I can observe, that Michael and Jared are supposed to be together. Interesting. So that is helpful to know. The section I'm going to be reading from you, or for you today, um, is when Jared and, fuck, there's so many names, <laughs> when <laughs> Jared and Edward are in the cafeteria for the first time looking over at the swans on their first day. Nice. So this is from Jared's point of view. The new kids were attracting a lot of attention. The girl swan got looks from boys, but the boy swan got them from both genders. Both genders. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Um, how is this possible? I heard Edward think. I was sort of like my brother. <laughs> Edward could read everyone's minds, and I could only read Edward's mind. What's wrong, I thought, knowing he would answer my question. When he thought of what to say for an answer, I moved my shoulders up and down to mimic breathing and looked over to Jasper, noticing he wasn't moving and hadn't for a while, gently kicking him to make him move before looking back down at the orange in my hands, my prop. We didn't eat human food, but didn't look, but didn't want to look more like freaks than we already were. So we bought lunch as props. I can't read Bella Swan's thoughts, but her brother's thoughts are like a waterfall, Edward said. What is he thinking? I asked. Edward quirked his eyebrow at me, smirking. I glared and kicked him, not gently like I had for Jasper. If we were humans, I would have left a bruise with the amount of force I had used. Also, aside from my, quote, family, no one knew I was into guys, and we were going to keep it like that, unless that swan boy gets in my way. You know you can't talk to him, right? Edward asked me. I grunted and nodded in response. I looked over at the table where the boy, Michael, resided. He was already looking at me, and once he caught my gaze, blood rushed to his face, making his almost see-through skin turn a light pink, and he turned away, 
I sighed and I got up, taking my props with me. I disposed of them once I got to the trash cans and walked out of the lunchroom and headed to Edward's silver Volvo. End scene. Damn. You know how, Ed, like, you can just have a superpower where you can just hear one of your brother's thoughts? Yeah. Happens all the time. I don't see the confusion here. Sounds like my fucking nightmare. It's my favorite superhero. <laughs> so, anyways, um, even though it is discontinued, there is quite a bit of that story. So if you are interested in reading it, I would highly, highly give it a chance on there. From oh, yeah. Rich Says Happy Pride Month. Um, <laughs> um, especially because it is so recent, which we don't often select from yeah, on here. That's so. true. We are, we have almost defeated the evil that is the host. We will next week, which is very, very exciting. Um, If you all have not yet, we have a survey that is on our Twitter and it's probably in the description of this as well, that you can choose what we are reading for this next season. Our fate is in your hands. (laughs) Yeah. So choose wisely. Run wild and free, babies. (laughs) Um, You have just a little bit more time to decide what you would like us to do. Um, But that way, you can have a little bit of a voice in this process. So congrats on that. Hell yeah. Um, But until then, we will see you next week for a movie watch party. So bring the popcorn. Yes. Uh, (laughs) uh, And as we say here in the Pacific Northwest. Get bit. And get weeped. Ooh. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.